Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Kaleidoscope FM podcast. Today, I'm going to start off with a story. Now, back when I was working in essentially consulting, it was for an investment bank, but it was essentially consulting, uh, I was working very long hours, and there was a period of time where I was working a lot of weekends consistently back-to-back, where it was just very difficult for me to find the time for myself and things that I needed to do in my own life <laughs> that were not work. And just to give you uh, some sense of like what was going on at the time, I was working like over 60 hour weeks. Um, I was trying like at the time I was going to the gym before work at like five o'clock for an hour and a half and then showering and getting to work. Uh, I was meal prepping on the weekends and cooking quote-unquote healthy food for the week. I just in normal human fashion was buying groceries and trying to have a social life and trying to relax and decompress at different times when I had time, which was not often. And anyway, to make a long story short, I don't enjoy doing laundry, but I enjoy it even less when I don't have laundry in my building. And at that time, I was living in a place where there was no laundry in the building. And so every pretty much like once a month when I essentially had zero clothes left, I would pack all of my laundry into a gigantic suitcase, maybe two, and then haul it to the laundromat and then just at the laundromat for about two hours. And it was just incredibly inconvenient, just as any normal person would probably attest to if they've had to do laundry at a laundromat. But apart from the fact that it was just inconvenient and I disliked doing it, it was very challenging for me to find the time to actually do it because of the fact that, like I mentioned, I was working like weekends. I also, the laundromat have very specific hours. And at the time, uh, it was before COVID, so I was working downtown. And Again, to make a long story short, I just literally could not find the time most of the time to to do it. And so what ended up happening was uh, I would go to my mom's house and do my laundry at her house. But that's neither here nor there. Anyway, what I'm trying to get at is (laughs) the sort of funny story is uh, I eventually took a Monday off and I did my laundry and I came back in and I was wearing clothes that I probably hadn't worn in maybe two months because I had put my laundry on the back burner trying to get everything else in my life done. And when I came into work, my boss said, oh, did you go shopping? And only partly joking did I say like, no, I just did laundry. Um, I'm not sure if he knew if it was a joke or not. But uh, anyway, what I'm trying to get at this episode is going to cover what are you willing to sacrifice or let drop? Because when shit hits the fan and there's a lot going on in life which happens to most of us at different times then you have to eventually decide what ball of yours is going to drop um or what shoe is going to drop maybe that's the correct term maybe i'm like saying it completely wrong but i think you understand my point you can't do everything and have 
everything perfect at all times. And if you can, then congratulations to you. You're doing awesome. Uh, actually tell me your secrets. That would be wonderful. But for most of us, I don't think that we can have like a hundred percent, hundred percent perfect things in all aspects of our life at all points in times for our entire life. Because that would actually make it sound like we don't have any problems because challenges and problems make us decide like where we're going to put our priorities. So that is what today's episode is all about. You, you cannot do everything or have everything. It's just not attainable. And this is something that I spoke about with Chris in the episode Pressures Men Face. That was a great episode. Go check it out. But we at some point in that episode, talk about how, well, I mentioned how this one actor brought up how he had to get very uh, shredded for a particular role that he was playing. And he described all the ways that he had to do that in order to get really ripped. And it was an insanely long list. And he even specified in his talk that like, you just cannot have a social life. You don't have time for your family when you're busy trying to get like the perfect ideal body and I think where I want to drive home this point is not just with the like ideal body but also because that is very much body image but also just your relationship with food one or both are going uh down south I don't even know what I'm trying to say with that but (laughs) essentially when you have to look at your priorities you need to figure out where you're going to put your time and effort. And so here are just some things that I brainstormed that I'm sure like come as no shock or anything to any listener. This is literally just a breakdown of just some different things that could be pulling you in different directions. But you have work to deal with, you have school or both, or you're trying to have a social life, which could also coincide with having decent, good, or exceptional relationships, or trying to be there for maybe your kids or your spouse or your friends or your colleagues or your boss uh, or anyone else in your life that I'm forgetting, uh, just doing normal errands, like human life things, like I mentioned, which is like grocery shopping and laundry and just cleaning the house, vacuuming and cleaning the bathroom. Like all those things take a lot of time too, uh, and physical exertion, as well as that you have just trying to exercise on a regular basis or trying to eat in a like quote unquote healthy way, like nutrient dense foods, which usually entails like cooking things, which also can be time consuming (laughs) and just trying to maintain your mental sanity and get some time to yourself and relax. And then anything else that like is not on that list, because obviously there's tons more things that like aren't on that list that could be pulling at your attention and things that you need to do in your life. And so I'm sure this comes as no shock that there's tons of things that for each person we have on our plate and we have to do, but at the end of the day, we get to decide where we are going to allocate our time and our bandwidth. And so just to, to use me as an example, I have mentioned in my one of my last episodes that I was just very pulled in many directions the last two months. And to give you a sense for what I was going through, I 
as I mentioned, I, I just moved, but I had to move twice. And so I had to pack up all of my stuff and then later unpack it all. But also in that time in between, I had to pack up the stuff that I was going to use for three weeks. And then I had to find a storage locker and I had to call movers for different quotes and then set up movers twice. And I had to go apartment hunting and look at different viewings. And I had uh maximum accelerated summer classes I was doing and I also had an issue with my tooth which I had to go to the dentist for three to four times that still isn't resolved um and I was also recording some podcast episodes before I went MIA for a while and anyway those are just some of the things that I was dealing with and then trying to work out or trying to eat healthy or trying to journal or find time for myself it was just very chaotic and I just wanted to give you a sense for that not as like a poor me sort of situation because the thing is like what I went through it's just real life it is literally real life what everyone goes through at different points obviously your unique life is going to have its own challenges but I'm sure you can list your own similar situation where you have a billion one things like on your plate And at the end of the day, maybe you just can't do everything. And for me, I know that I just couldn't do everything. And that's why I said that I tried to work out or I tried to eat healthy. Because ultimately, what I'm saying is one of the balls have to drop. And when I say that, I don't necessarily mean that, for instance, I will never exercise again ever for the two months that I know that I'm like going through this change in my life. So... When I'm saying like a ball has to drop, what I mean by that is you decide what percentage capacity you can allocate of your both time and your bandwidth uh, slash like your mental sanity, which is essentially the same thing. And when I talk about percentage capacity, what I'm referring to is I think it might be obvious, but if it's not, I'm just going to give you that example where I kind of talked about different things. Let's just go with the the number seven. There were seven different things on your plate, which could be multiple different things at any given point. But let's just go with the number seven. You you have 100% capacity, and you can allocate your percentage capacity to those seven in any way you choose, but you only have got 100% of your effort and energy and capacity, and they need to be divided up seven ways, however you want to split it. And so that's what I'm referring to as far as your percentage capacity and figuring out how you want to allocate your full percentage to however many items you have on your plate or your to-do list or your life, whatever is going on with you. The thing with that is, though, that you get to decide how you're going to allocate your percentage to the different things on your plate. And also the thing with that is, is that something might need to give, like I've mentioned, like the ball's got to drop and like, what are you going to sacrifice is what I'm going to be titling this episode because I feel that makes it much more uh, dramatic. But anyway, so example one, maybe you could be operating like everything at roughly like 80% actually. So how I describe that probably doesn't make um, a whole lot of sense, but uh, I'm, I'm, I think you understand my, my overall point here. Maybe everything is operating at 80% because not everything can be 100% because you don't have enough time or energy or bandwidth for that. But also on the flip side, maybe example two, 
uh, you decide that of your seven things, six of those you're going to make sure you put 100% of your effort into so that they're amazing and wonderful and awesome. And then maybe your seventh one is like me, your laundry that you completely just let drop for two months and, uh, and just had whatever you had in your closet <laughs> for for the record um I definitely had enough clothes to like see me through that time I would have done laundry in advance if I did not have like literally a close cloth to my name but anyway that's beside the point we're not gonna get into that <laughs> but Anyway, that that was my example that I started off with. The something's got to drop. And for me, when I was putting all of my effort into literally everything else in my life, the laundry was just one of those errands that I was like, I don't know where I'm going to find the time to go to the laundromat and do this, like during the laundromat hours. Because again, I didn't have laundry at my house. If I did have it at my house, I could have easily been doing laundry at home while working or something else, which is why for me, it just made it that much more challenging. Uh, I feel like I'm (laughs) really defending why I just didn't get laundry done for this one time in my life. But anyway, back to what we're trying to get at. So that that's just like a very simple explanation but this goes back to what are you willing to sacrifice and i say this in my podcast because it really ties into how much of the rest of your life are you willing to sacrifice to put your obsession over eating and or exercising a certain way to be Because I'm sure that anyone listening to my podcast either struggles with their relationship with food or maybe has compulsive exercising or both or however, if you're neither, if you're none of those categories, I'm curious what you're listening to. I'm happy to have you here. But uh, anyway, what it's mostly targeted to is for anyone else who have had similar struggles that I've had, which ties in with the food and body image issues and exercising. So anyway, that, that's a bit of like, that's the crux of what I wanted to talk about, but that isn't where it just ends because I think I would be remiss if I didn't talk about the flip side. And the flip side, what I'm referring to is you also have the ability to reframe how you think of or view your percentages of your allocation. And what I mean by that is, take me for instance, I am still kind of working. I wouldn't consider myself a compulsive exerciser. I definitely was in the past. I've gotten much better about this, but I do still have a tendency to think of a quote unquote workout as being like going to the gym and working out for like an hour and a half, which I know you can exercise in different ways, but for me, that's just kind of something I'm still working through. And while I was going through these two months of like chaos in my life, I had to reframe how I looked at what that like 100% allocation was in terms of my exercise, which is like one of the things that were that was on my plate of however many things I was doing. And so how you can reframe it is taking a look at what that item is and seeing is there a variation or 
is there some kind of a modification that I can do for this particular item on my to-do list where I'm still kind of throwing a percentage at it, if that makes sense? So for me, like I said, for me, I would... Uh, I would consider like a workout to be like going to the gym, like working out for like an hour, normally like doing some cardio and lifting weights. But I had to reframe how I viewed exercise and my percentage during the time where I just didn't have the ability to do that. And I thought, okay, well, how else can I get some exercise in? And for me, that looked like going on a walk or going on a bike ride and that kind of thing. Excuse me. So what what is important to note about this is that you're you get to redefine and have like your own benchmark for what you consider to be like 100 percent, so to speak, in the different aspects of your life. And this is something that's going to be changing over time. So for instance, like how I just described for myself with exercise during those two months, that was something that had to kind of change over the period of time where I just didn't have the ability to do it how I normally would have wanted to. And that's okay. And that's how life is going to happen. Things are going to change and you have to reevaluate what are your priorities and how can you fit things in and how can you make the most of it in terms of both your time and your bandwidth. So... When I'm referring to that, you need to consider three things. One, what do you consider uh, to be like 100% for each of your items on your, like your plate, your to-do list, whatever, all the different things that you have going on in your life? What do you consider like 100% as far as maybe great social life or great work life or great work-life balance uh, or 100% for like eating a specific way or exercising a specific way, which are things that I am challenging you to look at because it, you, you, if you are trying to be uh, quote-unquote good and go look at my episode good or bad for how I think about that, but if you're trying to be quote-unquote good in terms of how you're eating or exercising, it means you're trying to be 100% in those areas and somewhere else something is going to be suffering because that's time and energy you're taking away from something else, most likely. Second, what percentage allocation you're going to give to each of those items, like how I just described. And then the third, I kind of already mentioned this, but is there a variation or modification that you can kind of throw a percentage at it, so to speak, if like you're not able to reach the 100% that you consider to be 100%. And that's the, the matter of how I mentioned, like reframing how you look at it. And actually that third one, which I just discussed is like reframing it, is really a lot for my perfectionists and type A's in the room, which is a little bit of my personality, which I think is why I had to discuss that, because I can be sort of a perfectionist in certain respects. So for instance, with my schoolwork, I would normally read the entire chapter for something because let's say for my biology class, we had a chapter each week and we had a quiz and a lab on it. And normally what I would do is read through the entire chapter and take notes and that sort of thing. But in the interest of time and just being strategic with my time and my bandwidth, I decided I would look up YouTube videos of the content instead of reading the textbook. Because one, it made learning easier for me because biology is a difficult subject, particularly anatomy, especially when you're reading a lot of 
biological jargon in a textbook. Second, it's faster. And three, third, uh, it conveys the material in a more fun and interactive way. And I'm also a very visual person. And I just need that. But this is still like putting my effort into my studies, but how I approached it is different. So I wouldn't have necessarily thought of it as being giving it 100%, if that makes sense. But ultimately, because one of the balls have to drop, I had to consider how am I going to allocate my time and bandwidth for everything that are my priorities. And at that time, I had to think, well, I've got all these other things I need to do, and I'm just going to have to kind of find a roundabout way of getting this done, which I did through YouTube videos. And for the record, I'm pretty sure I got an A in that class. Woo, YouTube videos all the way. But <laughs> uh, So just to recap for you, it's about finding what blend can you do of your different life aspects where you can maximize your percentage in each area. I hope that makes sense. If it doesn't, this just makes sense to me. I think it's because I, I'm a numbers person too sometimes and I'm just like, I can see the numbers and how you rearrange the numbers. But if you're not a numbers person, just think about how much time and effort you're putting into all the different areas of your life. And this is very important as far as disordered eating goes in our relationship with food, because as I briefly mentioned, this particularly for me, I know so many areas of my life probably suffered because of the fact that I was overly obsessed with trying to eat a specific way or exercise a specific way. Uh, I've had friends or family mention to me how I was definitely, like it was very noticeable, my compulsive exercise tendencies where I looked apparently like a caged animal that I had to like go work out. Otherwise I just, I don't know if I would lose it or not. But when you're obsessing over something because you're trying to reach your 100% goal of that area, it might be a little too much. And that's when you have to have to push on the brakes and say, all right, how, how important is it that I get like a hundred percent in this area? Um, or put like all of my effort and energy into these things. And so it really just goes back to that main question of how much of the rest of your life are you willing to sacrifice to put your obsession over eating or exercising a specific way to be? And it, it, I think it really also brings it back to how much quality of life are you willing to let suffer if you're overly obsessed with uh, food and exercise because you can be healthy and not be obsessing over it. And so that is the end for today. I think I've been talking very fast, so hopefully you got all that. But I hope to talk to you guys in the next episode.